Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to episode 128 of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is our November random episode, and today we have a very special topic, which is our tip of the year. But this is the random episode, so who knows what the heck we're going to talk about as we get to each of our preferred tips for the year. So before we get there, how are we doing, chicas? Muy bien, muy bien. Muy bien, muy bien. Bien, bien, bien. Aquí ya terminando... Terminando el año. Crazy. It's in November like creeped up, huh? Yeah. And it's like <laughs> ending really soon. It's like we were like, yeah. Boom. Okay. We're like, oh, the summer's over. And then all of a sudden it's like the fudge. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. My notes for today's show were that even though there's like one tip for the year, I feel like I have 12 tips because every month felt like a whole year. I was trying to look back on this year and I was like, this felt oh, like I yeah. lived all kinds of life in July and all kinds yeah. of life in October and all kinds of November wasn't different. Like, hemos vivido mucho. Is it just me? I don't know. Like, it feels like this year was fast because they're so fast, true. but a lot of life happened, right? 12 years and one. 12 years and yeah. one like that. Yeah. 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 Cada mes se siente como un año. I hope I'm not yeah. aging like that. Puta. <laughs> I feel like I am. <laughs> no, oh my God. I, I think I like, I'm going to start doing my hair like secretly where it gives me like a facelift. <laughs> where I do a little tight in here, but leave my hair down. So it'll tighten like, like here. Yes, you may be like media mas jovencita. Sí. Dude, you're so funny. Ay, I was like, I need bangs para taparme my aging forehead. I, yeah, I lose Don't my hair. Do it. My family's no. bald. I got together with my family for a funeral this week, and it's when everybody in the world gets together. And my brothers are straight bald. Like two of them have no hair on their heads. One of them has these mino entradas. I mean, my sister just looking at each other like, a ver cómo nos va, man. Like, I'm, we're trying to hide our entradas. My dad was bald. My mom's losing her hair. She's 80. We don't have a lot of hair in my family. When you guys are so chingones, you don't need hair. Don't worry about it. So you're okay. Okay. Inez raised some chingones, so chingones don't need hair. So you're okay. I can be bald and do what I do. Ceci had a big old birthday. Want to tell us a little bit about your birthday before we jump into our tip of the year? Yeah. Yeah. I turned 40. Hey. 40 and fabulous. Cuarentone buenona. De con energía. Oh, my God. I, I, yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was... Teníamos otros planes, pero no se, no se llevaron a cabo, but we, you know, spur of the moment, went to Napa, it was nice, we had a great time. I welcomed this new decade, the actual day of my birthday, I didn't do anything, I took it off from work, I went to get, I went for a run, I went to go get a massage, spa day, ya les platiqué un poquito de cómo me fue, and that was nice, so yeah, and I didn't do anything, and I had a cake, so it was perfect. Felicidades, happy birthday, super happy for you. We also know that you yeah, posted yeah. some incredible photos on social media looking like Chula. gorgeous. Drop dead gorgeous, drop dead professional, sexy beyond belief. I'm like, wow, who does not want to turn 40 like that? And for me, 50 like that and 60 like that. Like you looked incredible. Felicidades, amiga. Thank you. Shout out to Celia because she Celia from our Guilfrey squad took those photos and she did an amazing job. I, yeah. The, they look like that because of her. Like she was telling me, breathe like this, look like this, turn this way. And I was like, see, okay, okay. And I, w I told Irene, I was like, I was hesitant about posting them. I mean, I took them over two months ago and I was like, uh, see, sí, no. Uh, well, y según yo, I edited them some. Uh, I edited them a, a bit or, or, or cut them, you know, para que no se enseñara todo. Para que no se enseñara todo tu beautiful 40-year-old coochie. 
Yeah, that one, that, that part. <laughs> a fupa, she said she's kind of like a fupa. And then I kind of, and I accidentally kind of showed a little bit of it, uh, of it, and I was like, pues ya, ya ni modo. That magically was there that somehow made it onto the pictures, but you looked beautiful. And like, and also you were definitely exuding this confidence, Ceci. So I'm glad that Celia walked you through it to make you feel very comfortable in your skin and really be like, this is who you are. You're 40. You're, you're a beautiful person inside and out. And you're making the best of life. So the next 40 years, te deseamos lo mejor, amiga, en serio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't don't give all the credit where the credit isn't due. Celia is fantastic and I want to hire her tomorrow. But tú también te cuidas and you work out and you look incredible and you take care of yourself. So for those listening, like to get to 40 also looking good, feeling good. It's about what you eat. It's about moving your body. It's about taking care of your skin. It's about all these things that Ceci actually does. Like you're always our example. You're always showing us your skincare routine or the new product that you bought or the fact that you were out for a run on your birthday, I was like, so sassy. I love that. that yeah. Was sassy. <laughs> yeah. I would be sleeping in, probably trying to wake up with a slice of cake, not just one <laughs> slice of cake at the end of the day. Like you said, Sassy didn't even buy a whole cake for our listeners when we had our little birthday chat. She's like, we won't finish a whole cake. I bought like two really good slices of our favorite cake. I'm like, that's so sassy and I love her for it, but I would have bought the whole <laughs> damn cake. I would have ate the whole cake for sure. Because we would have. If we would have bought a whole cake, like we would have eaten ahí todos los días un poquito, un poquito y más. No, we were like, yeah, yeah, we made a plan. We're like, we're going to have two slices. Vamos a comprar two slices. And that's what we're going to have. And yeah, we had a little bit more like desserts, but that's how we celebrated. And it was, it was cool. Fantastic. We love you. We're so happy for you. Happy birthday. And I'm going to put Ceci on the spot, actually. I'm going to have her start Ooh. with her tip of the day. But it looks like she's like trying to get a vasito over there. I see No, my husband's offering me wine. So I'm like, yes. Please. Hell yeah. We're still celebrating the birthday. Still celebrating. We're still, it's still November. Oh, you're still making signs, eh? Well, it's because you also get your birthday That wine? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wine comes with strings attached. It's giving you the eyes. Yeah, it's giving you the eyes. Do you want to come right now? Because it's a sign of I love that. Take the wine. Take the wine. It was his birthday too. It was his birthday too. To the oh. day before me, and so and so we celebrated together. And um, what did we do for him? Well, oh well, the pictures. I I put them in an album, or Celia helped me create an album, like a miniature one, uh, like a cute little miniature one. And ahí están todas las fotos, the sexy ones, solamente para él. So. It was awesome. They're beautiful. Again, very well done. Congrats to Celia. Congrats to you. And happy birthday to you and your boo. Thank but you. I said earlier, as you were doing your little ojitos and agreeing to your wine, that I'm going to start with you for your tip of the year because you just had a really big milestone birthday and I'm sure that it's been an interesting year. So share. Yeah. So I touched a little bit about it as I was talking about it, how, you know, we, we had other plans, pero como, como hemos dicho muchas veces, Irene, you, you say this a lot because I know your mom says it, is that, you know, que uno, uno pone y Dios dispone. So we, we can make all the plans in the world, but at the end of the day, se va a hacer lo que, you know, acá, acá arriba, Diosito quiera. So with that, I think I've learned that to be present at the moment, you know, por, por algo no se dieron las cosas. And it's funny because I was just thinking about how all of us this year, except Vero, because she's a baby, but all of us turned 40. And for one, for some reason, one reason or another, no pudimos celebrar como podíamos. Irene started in, in January and, it, you know, in the middle of a pandemic when, when we're still in the pandemic, but it was when, when cases were, were high. And so, 
we couldn't celebrate with her as we wanted. And then as the months, um, you know, went on and the rest of her friends started turning 40, también, you know, unas están en México o Alemania. We're just like all over her. We're international. Because of that, we couldn't get together. And when it came time to, around the summer, when I was planning my my birthday, I was like, well, I want to go somewhere to a beach. I, I really like Bacalar. Let's see if we can all get get there let's go let's let's see if we can plan it and uh for some reason or another like we we couldn't like the, the time conflicted with like my friends but all of a sudden we were able to to connect in palm springs like se dio así rápido so as soon as we realized that there was a weekend that worked for everyone including the dc people including like mexico including alemania se dio ese fin de semana and we were able to to book it and we did it um and then later in the fall where, where I had to cancel my trip, I was just thinking, I was like, wow, like, por, por, por algo el destino en Diosito no quería que este, esto pasara because he knew, you know, that, y la Virgencita knew that I needed to be present, I needed to be here, I needed to be a caregiver for my mom. So, por eso no se dio esta celebración grande como me la imaginaba. But um, I think I mentioned it to you guys, too, that I was, like, so grateful that we got together and we celebrated in, in August. Like, we got together, that worked out, y se dieron las cosas. So that was kind of my lesson to me, to be present. It, it's good to plan ahead, and it's nice to plan ahead, but at the end of the day, life happens, and be present, because uno no sabe cuando, pues cuando van a cambiar las cosas, y, you know, you're going to have to make changes to those plans, and it's going to be okay, you know, it's going to be okay. So that's one lesson that I learned, to be present. Hay que vivir el momento, hay que estar presente, porque uno no sabe cuándo, you know, cuándo es el último día aquí en, este, en esta tierra. Beautifully said, absolutely right. It's a blessing to grow old, to embrace age, and so live it, live it. And you're right, Ceci, thanks for putting it in perspective. Like, all of us had to give up the way we thought we would celebrate our 40th birthday, and yet... Somehow, you're right, we snuck in this trip where our closest friends from college that all happened to be turning 40 for the most part around this time, and all of us sort of had to adjust. And not only was it the places you said, you said, you know, Mexico, Germany, D.C., you had to come from San Francisco. We were coming from Southern California, and then we had a friend from Seattle. So everyone had to collapse into Palm Springs and make it happen. It's not like somebody lived there. It's not like they went to L.A. Like, yeah. We yeah. all made the esfuerzo. We all made the effort to be there, which is really beautiful. So Sometimes the best things come together when you just let them come together. You look at all those planes, like you said, and the agenda and the calendar and the movement and things don't happen. God knows why they don't happen. Like you are not meant to be where you're not meant to be in this life. So thanks for putting it in perspective and making us grateful. I know that at, for a moment you were like, ah, I feel really, like, I don't know what to do. I feel devastated. I'm like, I really wanted, this is how I envisioned it. But the beautiful thing is that you, you came back up and you were adaptable to it or you were like you know what the important part is that cumplo un año más de vida and i had the you counted your blessings you know you kind of you worked in reverse but it's okay the fact that you're like ah oh, at the end of the day you know what this wasn't a bad year it wasn't a way to it, you know 40 came at a right time and it's it's kind of one of those things to like hold you know hold your horses and really appreciate what you have been able to to accomplish and and the beautiful moments you were able to live that led you up to that 40, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, like we were saying, keeping up with, like, how we take care of ourselves, I think it's so important, you know. Now at 40, um, I'm, I'm doing it for myself, but now I'm also doing it because I need to be strong for my mom. Right now, 
you know, we're, we're helping her. Somos sus piernas, somos sus brazos. So I, that's how I feel to my like, okay, I need to like maintain, do a little bit, maybe more arms, para estar, para estar fuerte para ella. And, and uh, it's exhausting, pero, pero at the end of the day, it's rewarding. Um, I think I, I've talked to you guys after I do my, my, my shift with my mom or my day with my mom. Um, I, I, I call you guys and I'm like driving home and like, se siente bonito de poderla ayudar de esa manera. Um, and, um, and, and we're, we're seeing some like positive, like changes. Like, and I'll add, I'll, uh, you know, it's the random episode. So why not? Um, she started getting kind of like muscle spasms where like her hips kind of jitter and like move. And so she was like, esto, you know, me está pasando esto, no sé. And of course, our, our, our parents are in mom's like, no, no dijo nada, no dijo nada. Doctor, I was like, well, I'm going to email your doctor. I'm like, hey, you know, these spasms, we noticed them. They just kind of, her hips kind of jerk. And um, the doctor said, that's good news. Let's continue hoping that we, we see, you know, progress and improvement of that sort. I was like, ya ves, mom, like, es buena noticia. So um, at the end of the day, you know, like, It, it, it's it's rewarding to see that and then um yo hago lo que puedo la motivo kind of like um kind of like what i do with my clients um holding them accountable uh motivating them speaking to them um i do that with my mom too i apply that i like check in with her and mando mensajitos all right hiciste tus ejercicios um uh, meditate you know first thing in the morning piensa positivo all that so It's, it's, it's working, I, or, you know, to, and it makes her feel good, I think. Y le arrimo sus cremas, too. We were talking about, like, self-care. Le arrimo sus cremas. I was like, here, tus um, colágeno, here, hasta sí, hasta con tu jade roller. Y ella bien que se lo hace. She, she enjoys it. Way to go, Ceci. Practice what you preach. Your mama does it, too. You're an example for her. Cheers. She's got her wine in hand. That looks delicious. That glass looks like three times the size of a regular glass. It's as big as her head. She is so ahead of herself. <laughs> no, we're here all thirsty. Eso me acabo, mi amor. Thank you, thirsty. Mm -hmm. You're making me thirsty, Ceci. Este, way to be a good example to her, but also to your girls. Way to move it and groove it. Y para que las niñas vean what it's like to be strong and take care of yourself, take care of your mama. I know they're going to pay it forward one day. So, Veto, we're going to move on to you and your tip of the year. Oh, man. Mine, as I thought about this, um, it took me into two different directions, but I think it's two in one, you could say. I'll start off with partners. I feel that, um, you know, this year, along with the previous year, which have been um, unprecedented years, right? I feel that um, on my on my end, when I reviewed my life and these last uh, 18 months, almost two years, I was like, what is it? What really has been happening? So, so much for me happened immediately, right? And I think this last year, I really started feeling like I wanted to be more present, but then I also felt like I was being distracted so easily by all these other extras, right? Like um, I posted something on my story last night because right before I went to bed, of course, I click on Instagram and then I see this thing posted and this this neat, this thing was talking directly to me. She's like, you know, when you're trying to, you know, you're, you're, um, cleaning up something and then you get distracted, you find yourself wiping the toilets and then you find yourself, you know, making food, all this stuff at the same time. You're like mom brain. Right. And I feel like for me, it is like that. I feel like there's like, there's days where I'm like, okay, just be focused right now until 10 o'clock, no phone, just focus on the kids because then they act up and, you know, just be present at what you're doing and don't try to do too much because then I get distracted and then I end up burning the frijoles or I end up, you know, one of my kids falls or, you know, I end up missing a call, whatever it is. So I was like, you know what, just be a little more 
simple. We keep things simple. And and I know I always preach this to our clients and I preach this to the women that listen to our podcast and to people that listen. And to anyone I talk to, it's like the, the, the more simple you keep things, the better. So for me, like it's really kind of had to dig in that. Like I recommend, and my thing is for anyone out there, the, the, my advice is, Make things simple for yourself. Don't complicate them. And this can go for any aspect of your life. And for me, it's going in the direction of my family, especially my partner. I feel that, you know, he has been, you know, we're very, very different. And I'm being as supportive as I can to cater to who he is as a person. And he's very much of a planner and I'm not. And there's, you know, I keep pushing that planning planner part of him. So for me, I feel that, you know what, I know I keep pushing little things to tweak, like, you know, I want to change this, or I want to kind of tweak this, not completely change it, but like improve it somehow, right? Because of course, we're coaches, and then we're trying to coach our life partners, you know, but I'm like, no, you know what, I sat back and I'm like, keep things simple with my partner. You know, things work, you know, we have good communication, we are able to, you know, talk about anything we're able to share an, an abundance of stuff we're so i'm so grateful for everything we've been able to have so and accomplished in the last you know it's going to be four years of our relationship officially right and this last year i mean it's so trying to to really be you know come up with new things when you can't create new experiences with your partner right like him and i are still relevantly new partners like i call ourselves and i think we are because we're still fresh in our marriage we haven't reached that five-year mark yet um, where you're like, you know, it's important for you to build, you know, create memories with your, with your husband and, and, and create these online you know, traditions. And it's been kind of hard to do that these last couple of years. So I'm just like, why am I trying to do all these things? Like I, I'm, I, why didn't, why don't I just appreciate it? This person brings me joy. This person understands me. This person is supportive. You know, when he sees me, you know, stressed out, he's like, do you, what do you need? So in the case of, keeping it simple in the sense of my, my partner, my husband, you know, my, my, my homie, my best friend, my lover. I'm just like, you know what, if the main things in our, in our relationship are working, why do I need to add this and make it complicated? We will get to the part where we're doing more date nights more often. We'll get to the part where we're going out on our vacations. Like we want to, we'll get there. And I feel that it's not going to help if I just put on this pressure for him. So for me, it's been helpful that I'm understanding as a partner of him and that he's understanding of me. Oh my goodness. Did you just get a glass of wine? I am going to ring my bell. Okay. I Brent. did. I did. Off okay. camera. Sorry. I don't mean to break your concentration, but he no, said wine. He brought okay. the whole bottle. <laughs> the I am <laughs> like, okay, so let's describe what's happening right now. I am <laughs> telling you guys my tip. And then in the meantime, I can see Irene because we have the video. And I can see Irene reaching her out, <laughs> out of the camera's view, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that. And then reaches over with like a glass and then wine <laughs> poured into her glass. Yum. I didn't know you could see the wine being Hold on. I, thought she was, I thought you were doing something else because they said, echaste ojitos, and then you went like this. Mm -hmm. He was. And I was like, was, oh, like, que le está poniendo? Que le está poniendo? Like, zipper. And I'm like, no, I don't oh. want to homie. I want with Vero. With Vero. I mean, Sassy has. Vero, keep talking. <laughs> you said so anyway, I'm keeping so it simple. I'm, We're both getting drunk. But Sassy yeah. super supportive. So I'm just saying like in the sense of like, keep it simple in life, keep it simple with the plans that you have, keep it simple with your partners. And if your partner is not supportive, if your partner's not listening to you, if your partner is making it seem that you are the one with an issue. So I'm being, I'm saying be, be observant of your actions, your behaviors. And at the same time, if you are not being met by 
that, you know, they're not being reciprocated by what you're putting in, have a conversation and be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we never went over expectations or maybe we never went over what I, what I need from you. Not what I want, but what I need from you. And making it simple to where you're able to communicate it and your partner is able to understand it. So in the sense, that, okay, that's why I said it's two on one. Keep things simple and those partners in your life that are supportive, keep them around. And the ones that aren't and are just adding poo-poo to your mix, bayanse, you know, like, and be comfortable to close that page. Like flip the page and close the book in the sense, right? So those, those are my tips. This year has been rough. It's been a lot. It's been overwhelming and 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 there's in moments in its moments and it's just like hey I, it's how how do i make things easier for myself and for the people around me it's been that you know being able to have that support and being able to keep things simple and really fucking i am not a toxic positivity person but i'm very optimistic so fucking the show will go on things will work out <laughs> so just you know that, I love that. that keep it simple keep it simple don't overcomplicate it and then Vettel said Communicate, communicate, communicate. Communicating expectations is critical because sometimes things break down because there was no standard, there was no conversation. It just kind of develops organically and things may develop organically and they may be dysfunctional or they may just not be working because there was never a conversation. So yeah, if you have a relationship that's like that, whether it's your spouse, your business partner, or your parent, we are going to have an episode after this about communication, about trying to communicate with your parents that are from a different generation, your boss that may be from a different generation, just coworkers that are male and you just can't break through because of different life perspectives. We're going to talk about that in a whole other episode because it's such a big conversation. But thank you, Vero. Keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things. And I like that she said that she's focusing on what's working in the relationship. And there's so many good things working. And Ceci Hannah had said the same thing. You kind of had the same thread of like, you know what? I had to focus on what worked out. I had to focus on what did pan out. And it was actually a blessing. And Vettel's like, instead of focusing on the things we can't do, like maybe there, we have to adjust. We have three young kids. We're not going to be picking up and going and doing things that we did before kids came along. That's okay. Appreciate what you do have. Today, she got to go on a road trip two hours away from home with her three kids. You know, it's that version of keeping it simple. You still get to get away and get that time. It just looks a little different for now. Love that. Love that. Love that. Thank you for sharing that, Vettel. Thank you for sharing that as well earlier, Ceci. My tip is also a little bit twofold for everyone. One of the first things that came to mind, we, we talked about this tip that we planned to give a month ago. And then it felt like so much life happened. So I'm sure my tip has been a lot of things. So much life happened. <laughs> like a month ago was like a year ago. I'm not kidding. It felt yeah, like so much dude. happened. And so I felt like my tip kept changing and my notes would change and my thoughts would change. And then one tip that didn't change was that I put on here crystal rains. And that was to cue me to remember to say crystal rains fall from gray clouds. And this is something that I don't know that I've shared on the podcast before, but my sorority has these different sayings that we learn when we're initiated into the organization. And I don't remember like the other 10 or 12 or whatever it is, but I always have remembered this one and it's always been true and it's always rung true because the truth is that from gray skies, from gray times, good things come and good things happen. And I guess it's another way of having perspective, right? Like some of the hardest things that you go through end up being some of the best things that you went through. And so I'm having like an incredible year at my day job i'm having just like an incredible year and it's not an accident it's happening because success begets success but it's also because through adversity 
you learn to just be really good at the things that you're passionate about. And so I've been in my job for 12 years and I was always on the upward swing there. And then when I became the CEO, same trajectory up. And then I went on sabbatical. And that from the outside looking in might look like, oh, she's got it good and it's easy and it's great. But sabbatical was really hard on my organization. There was no leadership. We had to go backwards. We had to make a lot of mistakes and not be a polished organization. I had to come back, pick it up again, try to find the momentum. I'm not the cause and the cure, by the way. I'm not trying to say like, because I was there, things weren't moving ahead. The next person could have moved it greatly or a person that works there tomorrow or doesn't work there tomorrow, I like to say, you know, no one's the cause, no one's the cure. Not any one person is a magic bullet. It's always a team. Like level of nothing that doesn't exist without the three of us. My day job doesn't exist without the team that's there. And it's not any one person. But I am tasked with being the leader. And I am tasked with pushing it forward. And in the lack of leadership, things don't move. And they just need to be driven. And there needs to be a driver. And you need momentum. And the only way to get to momentum is to go through adversity. Like you're always going to have moments of adversity and then suddenly momentum just builds. And when I left the organization to go on my travels a few years back, we were forward ahead. We were from like $500,000 to a $700,000 budget. And then I had to come back to it being in a deficit and it being back to like 500,000, be us being really conservative and being like, that's okay. Back to 500,000, have a million dollars to run the organization. And then COVID happened. But I was in a place where I had already had about a year and a half to get it going again. So COVID didn't really hurt our organization last year. And this year, it definitely didn't hurt our organization. We were very humble in our goals. And we said we'd raise another half a million and we'd do it easy. We've already raised over a million. As of today, we passed the million mark. But all that to say, like success begets success. And so people on the outside look in and think, oh, it's easy. Oh, they know what they're doing, or they have good staff, or they just have great donors. This shit isn't easy, actually. It's not. It's good, and I love it, and it's exciting. But we had to go through like really hard times, and all young businesses do, like us at LUL. We're going through our hard time stage. We're going through our growing stage, our figure it out stage. Like we don't have it easy right now, but crystal rains fall from gray cloud. I know it's all going to be worth it, and if you drive it, it's worth it. And don't give up, like don't give up because then you have these years that are like incredible. And then we start over in the nonprofit world. You start over every year. It's not really like profit, like, you know, we all, where it's great and there's bonuses and there's merit and there's all this goodness and hiring people and, and it's just great. Like there's a lot of money to spend, but then I, and guys in January, I start over. It's zero. <laughs> that million oh my dollars goes to zero. I've I'm like, here we go again, but right <laughs> I've learned to live it because crystal so, rains fall from great clouds. Irene, no, what you're saying is beautiful because here's another thing though. You've been able, like the people that are able to learn from those experiences that are able to pull and get perspective. Fuck, the growth is, and it's just ridiculous, right? It, the growth is in, unimaginable, but you see it because you're like, okay, let me step back. What went wrong? How can I fix that? How, where can I fix that little mistake that took us this way? Or how, what decision did I make that put me in this position? But if you're willing to dissect it, if you're willing to really give yourself that perspective, you know, where you're like, okay, what could, what went wrong? How could I have prevented that? And how can I keep that from happening in the future? That is beautiful. When people are like, well, someone fucked up and they don't take ownership of it and they're not account, they don't hold themselves accountable to it and don't learn. Dude, you're going to be stuck in the little hamster wheel and you're of your own thoughts of your repeating your behaviors where it sucks. And then you're just going to bury yourself in a hole and no one's, no one's going to be able to help you or help know how to help you because you don't even understand what the fuck you just did.
Yeah, or you just you never get the crystal rain because you're always in the adversity part. You're you always put the little umbrella guys. out, like this. Yeah. you build a shed around it. Like, no, I don't like, want it. You know, <laughs> you're like the guy from Pooh. Eeyore, Sam. Oh, oh Pooh yeah, Eeyore. Are we super eighty babies that I brought up Pooh Bear? I just took a picture of a Pooh Bear, the, the car that was driving in front of us. <laughs> okay, well that's our generation, and Eeyore was the yeah. little negative Melly. And you're never gonna get success if, like Vettel said, you don't learn from your failures. You don't accept that you failed. You don't accept that. Dang, we're having a tough time. And and I love that about Love of Latina. Like I love. I I'm looking forward to our glory days where we tell our stories and we talk about all the tough beginning years. And if you listen to our podcast, you can hear the tough beginning years <laughs> in our podcast. Was oh yeah. Teres, thank you for listening past like episode 50 or whatever it was. Like, thank you for that. I, I wanted to say one last thing about like just success and growing. I know everybody touched on their clients, which I think is really cool. I love that. You guys each touched on kind of your coaching and how your tip has to do with your coaching and how you help your clients. And with my clients, I just want to say I love them. If there was a competition and it was me versus Ceci and Vettel's clients, we'd beat you. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm like, hey, oh, hey, dang. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. I said I'd beat you. It's super classic of me because I'm type A to like try to compete. I don't mean it truly because like Vettel says, you have to take a step back and see how you are. I don't mean it. We all win. We we. we raise each other up if you're competitive if you're not so competitive if you're direct if you're more quiet like they're really quiet strong leaders they don't have to have strong voices and talk a lot like for instance i am a talker ceci is more of a gentle leader and she's more of the doer in her way and and in fact vettel i think the charisma that vettel brings to her clients and the confidence and the easygoing is like each of us has a style my point is that double down on whoever you are Double down in the next year on whoever you are. Just really be real. Like what I said, take a book, step back, look at who you are, and who you are is great. Who you are offers a special greatness and it makes you special. And so I use my example. I like to use myself as a guinea pig. I'm very type A. And I always think of the great things in type A people. Like they are very organized. They are very ambitious. They have goals. They are always hungry about those goals and urgent. I love that about myself. I love urgency in me. However, I'm impatient. And the flip side is, I'm, I can be over the top. I can be too much. I can be too moving in a hurry because I'm like so excited to get to the goal. And then the communication is broken because you're just fired up. And then you come across as too much, too aggressive, right? But at the same time, that aggression in some respects is really good. Like it raises a million dollars, right? But if you don't have perspective, it could also push people away because you don't have tact, because you're in a hurry, because you're rushing. I saw this really funny graphic preparing for this and it showed like all the great things about a type A person, like achievement and winning and they like competition and goals, but then they're like the angry one at the back of the line. Like if that isn't me, I don't know what is. Like I don't like lines. I don't like waiting on a hold. Like, so my point is I have to double down on who I am because I only know how to be who I am. But I have to understand there's another side to the coin. Like how I am isn't for everybody the other side of it, right? Like when I'm moving really fast and it, my staff loves it and it raises money and we're going and we're grooving. And I don't mean fast, like without strategy. I mean, like I'm an urgent follow-up kind of, I like to take notes a certain way and I like to look back on those notes and close action items. And the organization is really thriving and the staff has been like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, because there's somebody on maternity leave, like I'm in a space that's really moving the organization quickly and they love that. But maybe in another space, if I'm stressed, that movement really quickly will not work for them, right? Right now, they love it. But that same urgency could rub you the wrong way in a different environment. So I say this because I always remind my clients, like, don't not be you. You won't be happy if you're not you. Be you. I want you to be you. You're a little rough around the edges. You're a little unpolished. You're a little quiet. Like, you only know how to be quiet. But girl, 
find that way to communicate. Are you a great writer? Can you send it in an email? Can you, what can you do, right? If it's not your strength to find the things around you to work on your strength. So I surround myself by patient people. Yeah. I surround myself by quiet, steady people. Like they make me better. I know to turn to them. Like I have people on my staff that it's like, you're going to do that better. Like you're going to wait on hold <laughs> or I'm going to talk to the messed up parent. That's really mad at you. I will talk to the parent. Like I will take the tough conversation, find a team that you can find how to like work with them. So the best of you comes out of you. And then when the worst of you comes out of you, the right people, like my partners are that like, you girls are the best double down on you, be you, be your strengths, be your yeah. strengths, and then understand your weaknesses. So you can make the right moves to not lead with your weaknesses, but what your strengths are, are typically what your weaknesses are. So think about it, reflect on that. What you're really good at is sometimes what is also what you're really bad at. So like, if you're really flexible and it's great and it works for your life and you're not stressed, but then you're like the person that's always late because you're so flexible, you're okay. And then it's like, it's hurting your work because you're always late, but it's a strength of yours to be flexible or if you're really whatever, right? Like you run, you move quickly, you're urgent, you're urgent, you're urgent, but do you stop to be present? Like Ceci said, like, do you stop to breathe? Do you stop to meditate? If you're always moving, which works in some respects, do you take a break? You need a break, we all need breaks. So reflect on what you're good at. Think about the other side of the coin is my tip. Like, is there some areas in your life where it actually hurts you? Do what you need to do to not change the goodness about you but to use it as a strength and work with it because I'm so part of my clients this year that have been killing it and keeping their strengths at the forefront and not having to change for nobody. Mm -hmm. Word. I'm going to clap for them. Bravo, yeah. I'm going to clap for them because they're going to win. they all going to win. Everyone's going to win, win, win. Okay. Good. Damn. Okay. I, you are thirsty. Can you take another sip of that, please? <laughs> I'm being thirsty and I'm just like fired up because I thought a lot about my clients in this and I think each of us did. Yeah. Each of I us think, thought about all I thought of like our transition. I text like one of my clients right now. Oh, good. What'd you tell her? Cheers? No, no, we were, no, not cheers. We were talking about um, shows. Oh. Like, what What are you watching right now? Ah, sissy. Yeah. Our clients are our friends. I mean, yeah. respect. we got to hold yeah. them accountable. You can't get too close. Yeah. But they're also, we share our lives. It, it Because it had to do with like, um, you know, my client was going to take a self-care day and I wanted to check in with her to hold her accountable. Did you take your self-care day? And she did. And, you know, it, it, part of it had to do with watching her show. So. Okay, good. I, I was thinking of my clients and I feel that as we each work with a client, you learn new things, right? It's like, there's not a, like a new method. It's just like you kind of learn a different way of like how to approach things, right? It's like you're constantly learning. And I think that from like my first client to who I am now, I've become more of like, yeah, we can't leave things up in the air, man. You know, like, um, no, like, do you really want to accomplish this? Then let's really put some dates into the, into this equation. What are your real goals? And not like a just of, um, I want you to coach me so I can make people think that you're, you know, that I'm getting coached and that I'm growing. It's obvious when you grow, it's obvious, right? So <laughs> just how our clients grow through the coaching, we grow through the coaching and in each interaction with our clients. So I'm very grateful for each one of our clients. And recently, like I mean, you said, you know, we're giving props to them and, and I'm just really grateful for having the opportunity to get to know these women like the way I am, because it is, it's a it mind, it's mind boggling when you're like, damn, you're so amazing. Like where, where was this confidence? Where was this willingness to put yourself out there and really just be so, you know, about it, being about yourself. And, you know, for some of us that have it already, that comes natural wow, we don't even think, we don't even think twice about certain things, right? But for when we, when we're lacking it and I've been there, you know, based off like a, a personal situations and emotional, like, you know, turmoil that I was in, 
Um, but you start realizing like, no, no, this is who I am. This happened not because of me, but all these other things. Like the fact is that you have control over it. Own, own who you are. Like you said, Irene, own who you are, love yourself and really just put you forward. And thank you clients for making me. Damn, now I'm in love. Oh, my God. We will never reveal who our first client ever was, by the way. We will not say on this podcast who that first time was. But it's like any business. They were the guinea pig. You know, we go get certified. We're talking about our business. We're running a podcast. And then we have our first client. And who I am as a coach now versus who I was as a coach then. Like, oh, dear God, have I come into my own. But I had to recognize my strength. Obviously, in the CEO, like, it's a group and moving a group and people and speaking from the stage and dealing with people. And I'm like, okay, one-on-one. Let me see how I do one-on-one. Let's see. And I really came into my own. Like, now I'm like, I love it. I love coaching. I love clients. My first client ever was probably like, this lady's nuts. But I am consistent because I am type A and I was a planner and I had my goals and I was like a dork about it. I've come into my own and I've grown. And so you're not going to be good at things when you first start. The thing is, if you can't make that one-on-one connection, then, I mean, some of us have the gift of we're able to, you know, have more people kind of be relatable, be identifiable. And you can identify the problem, identify the solution and boom, boom, boom. Here you go. I realized, middle. I did. I was selling myself short that that's what I do with my staff one-on-one. It's the same yeah. thing as coaching. It is the yeah. same thing as coaching. And then when I got into my group of my clients, it's like, Oh my God, this is what I do with my staff. Like when they need to like fall apart privately, when they're hungry for growth and I put them on a different staff for leadership, but I had never connected. I, I it's funny because I would have my meetings with my team and then, you know, and I would have my PDRs, my performance development meetings, my PDMs and then PDRs because sometimes it reviews, but meetings and I would have my PDMs and like, it will be great. Write down our next goals. And I'm like, I could do this for a living, not just, you know, one-on-one, but I was like, I could definitely do this. And then later on, here I am as a coach, you know? Hell yes, I was built for this because I'm naturally, this is what I do. We don't realize what we actually do do in our everyday lives. But if we are really assessing who we are as individuals, where my organization doesn't have momentum is if my hands are off from the one-on-one and if my hands are off from the group. If I allow like too much to go on too long without my knowledge, that's not going to work. Like leadership requires actual leadership, right? At every level. You don't want to be a micromanager because then everybody goes crazy. But having those one-on-one connections and it really works. And so anyone listening to this, thinking about side hustles, like you may not realize, but you might already be this thing that you dream of being, or you might already have this skill that you don't even recognize you have. If you are the writer of the group, that's for a reason. Or if you are the speaker of the group, or if you're the most organized of the group, like in our lives, Ceci was always the most organized and, and she always at the dollhouse, like she was the one like disciplined and organized, disciplined and organized and kind of had a path. And that has really helped our business, for instance. Like, so I imagine in your office, like you're also very well put together and that's your strength and your skill. And so use that to create businesses like Ceci did. Ceci became a coach. She had these skills to have a very well thought out, well planned sort of strategic life. And then she can help other women have a well thought out, well planned strategic life. But she had to really, right? You had to reflect it. We went and got a coach. You literally got a coach to figure that out. Yeah. And then someone suggested me like, you could be a coach. And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Because I've talked about this before. My colleagues would come and like sit with me for, a, a, you know, some time. We'd just kind of chat about like our cases and how to like plan for it. And then like, and then, but I hadn't realized. I'm like, oh, they were kind of coming to me to kind of help them think, you know, th- their strategy out. So, yeah. So I think all three of us, literally, we are like 
group friends. We were social friends. We were close to each other. We tell each other our secrets, but we were in a group. But individually, one-on-one, we were thriving in our careers without realizing that we had that gift. And so obviously, we didn't go into this without it making sense. But I know for me, it was like I was apprehensive of like, I think what I felt apprehensive about was maybe not that one-on-one time, but we all have that little doubt in our heads, no matter how successful, how great you are, how much you have it together. Like, who am I? Right? It's that Marianne Williamson quote, that really famous quote that people sometimes misquote to Nelson Mandela. Like, who am I to be great? But who are you not to be? Like, don't shrink for other people. Like, be great. Take up the space. And it's a beautiful quote. And it's very long. And every child should be required to read, read it. Again, it's like the Marianne Williamson quote about shrinking and not being great. We all actually can be great. We put ourselves out there and we try. We're meant to be great. We're meant to be great. She's like, we're children of God. We're meant for greatness. So I'm not saying that life coaches are like freaking Dios either. Like I'm not saying that, but we should not talk ourselves out of doing it. We have this great gift. We have this great idea. We may not have all the pieces figured out, but like go for it. Do the thing that you are gnawing in your heart to want to do. And we all knew we wanted to help Latinas. We all knew, like, we had the epiphany, like, we want to be there for women, want to mentor women. I kept seeing it like mentoring, like mentoring was my only connection to it. And that we do one-on-one a lot, but that's coaching, mentoring, even just the podcast. We're doing a lot of coaching through the podcast and it's still helping women. And so if you have a a feeling that you have something you just really want to do and you haven't figured out the parts, start and the parts will work themselves out. Vettel said, keep it simple and the parts will work themselves out. Ceci said, be present and the parts will work themselves out. She also said, sometimes maybe it doesn't work the way you thought it would work. So be okay with that. And then I said, don't worry. There are gray skies, but crystal rains will fall from them. So there was a lot of tips. There was a lot of love. We want to pour into you at the end of the year. We want to remind you that we're here for you. The podcast, Guilt Free Squad, our one-on-one coaching. You have to look out for our sales. We're going to have some incredible sales with Black Friday around the corner, with Christmas around the corner. You can buy coaching for your friends, guilt-free squad memberships for your friends. You can even plug your friends in this podcast. Now, you know, if your comadres listen, you want to catch them off guard. Exactly. You want to catch them off guard, make sure to hear their name and kudos from their friend. And you want to tell them your tip of the year. You want to congratulate them on the new job, on dumping the boyfriend, on moving to the new country, on going out and just starting a life that's leveled up. Do that with us. Or better yet, promote your business, promote Mm -hmm. your sales, promote what you are doing in your life and that side hustle or that side hustle that this year became the main hustle. We would love, 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 love to put you on blast on the podcast. So look us up, look out for that. All that information will be in your email if you subscribe to our newsletter. You can subscribe to our newsletter at leveluplatina.com. Do not forget to subscribe because we put really great information in the newsletter monthly and sometimes in between regarding our events and all the good stuff we have going on like sales. And also you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at levelupatina is our handle. And our Twitter handle is at Latina underscore up. So you can find us, you can send us a DM, an email at admin at leveluplatina.com. We are easy to find. We are here for you. We were willing to talk about any of these tips again. But until then, we're super grateful for you. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. When you hear this, it'll be right before Thanksgiving. Anything else? Any other Thanksgiving love? Enjoy yes. Paris, Irene. Mañana se va a Paris. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm spending Thanksgiving in Paris. I'm going to be at Disney Paris. Oh, my God. My it's going to be the holidays, too. It's so oh, beautiful. Christmas I love it. Oh, my God. The Christmas markets and, like, Champs-Élysées is so lit up. Bon shot everywhere. If you're cold, you know, drink some bon shot. It helps. Yes, girl. You're going to have such a good time. Paris is beautiful. Are you guys making it to Versailles at all? 
Yes. So I've never been to Versailles. I've been to Paris twice before and never been to Versailles. So I'm really blessed and I'm going to do that with my daughter. I've only nice. been to Paris in the cold. So I, I like it in the cold. I like mm -hmm. the Christmas markets. I've never been in a time other than the holidays. I always tend to go in the holiday season. So I'm pumped. And my daughter has wanted to go for two and a half years. She talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. And I was so excited to make her dreams come true. And then I think, talk about level up level up. I'm so proud of that. Like as a little girl, you dream about things, you know, imagine telling my mom when I was a little girl, ah, you could ir a Paris. She said, girl, we're taking you to the rancho. Ya cállate. And she meant well, <laughs> she meant well. Yeah. It's beautiful to level up. We'll take up. you to the rancho si te portas bien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mom was a sweetie when she could. Eventually when we were in college, she took us to Hawaii and it was beautiful. And she took us to Tapa one year. She's like, we're going to do something other than the rancho. So, Cada quien a su tiempo, uno pone, Dios dispone, ¿verdad, Ceci? So I just feel really proud that, you know, my mom waited until she was well into her 60s to go to Europe for the first time. And, and her granddaughter gets to go when she's 11 years old. So we're leveling up. We're making it happen. Thank you, Ceci, for that love. To all of our listeners, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Be back with another great show next week. And we appreciate you. And we thank you. And don't forget to level up. Level up. Thank you. Thank you.